0: what's up lounge crew it's your girl Leisha, and we're back for another motherfucking episode today's episode is about relationships and how they affect our self-discovery and our self-concept and today is a special episode because we're gonna have a guest not only are we gonna have a guest we're gonna have a male guest yes we're gonna have a male on the show we're gonna get a different perspective and point of view so i'm not gonna tell you who it is i'm gonna let him introduce himself so go ahead
1: yo 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 what it do podcasters it's your boy the one and only sauce boogie with no hoodie upcoming dancer from the 219 Harborside, East Chicago stand-up. You can follow me on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can follow me on Facebook at Sauce Boogie. You can also follow me on Instagram at Sauce underscore Boogie 74. And you can also check me out on YouTube as well at Killing Sauce. Now let's get to the podcast. Let's get it!
0: Welcome to Alicia's Lounge. Quick disclaimer: this podcast is uncensored, so that means I'm gonna say what the fuck I wanna say, y'all. So we're just gonna hop straight on into things. So this topic we talk about is relationships and how they affect who we are, who we become, and you know all sorts of relationships. We have our family, our friends Coworkers, we just have different relationships. So, before we dive right into the topic, we got a couple questions. I want to get your opinion on and see how you're feeling about relationships. All right. So, what is more important to happiness the quality or the quantity of your social relationships? Um,
1: Let's see. I feel like it's more of the the quantity of it because me, I'm a, you know, I'm a big Scorpio, so I'm a vibe reader, so if I feel like your energy is there, then I'm going to, you know, approach you, see what you're about, and then from there, you know, that, you know, just like how they say inside of a call center, you feel me? That first 20, 10 seconds is very important to that kid either make you or break you. So I feel like if I feel like your 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 vibe energy is there, then you know I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna see how how this can lead on until, you know, the long run. But if it's not there, then, you know, even if it's not there, you know, it's still, it's still a good thing is this, you know, I can't be as close to you as you may want me to be, type. But you know, I'm still, I'm you know, I'm still gonna rock with you. Still gonna be, you know, that one that you can come talk to, whatever the case may be. But it's just, you know, gonna be more at a distance level.
0: You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Okay, I feel you. I would say for me, it's more important the quality of the relationships I have. Um, if we're gonna base it on the happiness, because there's no point in having a whole bunch of people around you if you don't really fuck with all them, like. And you don't want everybody energy around you, just it's just a whole and then you know COVID out, so you can't really have a lot of people around you, no way.
1: Exactly. Six six feet, my dog. Six
0: feet. (laughs) We keep it real distant around here. So I think it's definitely important the quality of the people you have around you. Um, so next. What do you think has more influence on happiness? Friends or family relationships? Mm -hmm. or a relationship with your partner?
1: Let me see. Me, really, I feel like it all starts with the family because Mm -hmm. and what I mean by that is, you know, because they're the ones that's really supposed to teach you the Mm -hmm. essence of you know, knowing how to be around someone, knowing how to channel your energy with someone, or even pick up the energy with someone. So, and you know, you can be, because I didn't seen it too, you can be the most happiest person outside of your home, Mm -hmm. but then once you get back to your home, it's like reality kicks back in and then, you know, you can either be miserable, you can be sad, whatever the case may be, so Mm -hmm. and you know, that's, you know, that's, you know, that's your foundation. That's where you come from originally. So Mm -hmm. it's like, if they can't put you on the game of what's going on in in the real world, once you step outside them Mm -hmm. doors, then yeah, it's it's like you, you're going to be, you know, a a two-faced person or you're not going to know how to be able to handle what's really going on outside them doors.
0: Okay, so do you think that the effect of friends and family on your happiness will change as you age?
1: Oh yeah, it 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 really does. I mean, especially like for me like coming from a household where it was like six of us and then over time like watching, you know, my my auntie who was basically like my first mom pass away, that you know, had a huge chain effect on me because that put me in that position like okay now I have to build an actual relationship with my mother and Mm -hmm. from there you know I still had you know my uncle and you know my grandma my little brother and all that so but you know people would think like you know like you don't have no relationship with your mama like that's the one that birthed you and I'm like that you know that that can't happen and that only happened because you know my mom really you know busted her tail to grind and make sure that me and my little brother had everything that that we either worked hard for to get us or just to to me show me that you know this is how you're supposed to grind out here in this world and also to when you get a significant other to you know Treat that woman with all the respect that she comes with, because you know mm-hmm. that right there, like that, like that woman right there is. Uh, she is she is a grinder. She is me, and we both got the same birthday too. So it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I am her, just the male mm-hmm. version. Feel me?
0: Mm. So. Okay, okay, I feel that. So, do you think? Single people are likely to be unhappy.
1: Um, I, that's really all depends on you because you're not supposed to depend your happiness on somebody else. Facts. And you're supposed to, you know, it's not somebody else's job to make you happy. You're supposed to already come in that relationship happy already. Knowing, you know, knowing yourself, your true definition of yourself and you're supposed to use that to show your, your you know your significant other that you know like this is who I am this is what I'm bringing and can you handle and channel your energy with my energy so we can build a brand new and bigger foundation from where we came from
0: Thanks, facts okay so do you think that if have a
1: good quality relationship? Mm, I feel like you know you should be able to but you know things can go left and right. Things aren't always going to go straight as planned as you know you would assume when you first come to because you feel me both y'all can come into the, the relationship on the same page And then it could either go, both y'all came in, somebody else fell off. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for that other person to accept that and help you get back up, but don't, you know, give up on you, if that makes sense. And, or it could also go, you know, y'all both come in and things just be peaches and cream all the way through you feel me? Or it could go y'all come in, y'all learn each other, might not work out. So then you still got to be able to still continue to go straight so y'all can split apart, if that makes sense, peacefully. Instead of y'all going straight and then somebody veers off left while you still going straight and then you come back or they come back and then y'all on this, what's the what's the new word of nowadays? Entanglement. Mm-hmm. So, you feel me? Like it's 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 just all it's just all about making sure that you're ready to either even be in a relationship, and are you spiritually happy enough to be in one?
0: Okay. me. Okay, okay, I like that answer. So, do you think that social relationships are more important for happiness, more so for women compared to men?
1: Mm, I feel like it's more of an equal thing because Mm -hmm. it's not just about, you know, one person being happy and then another person coming in and you forcing that person to accept your happiness and see you know what you're about you know basically teaching them you know what I'm saying because you can come into a relationship and you can be fully there and the other person could be damaged and now you're stuck trying to show someone you know this is what the you know this is what could really be you know, minus whatever that other person went through, you know what I'm saying? And that's just, that that makes some more of a a harder task because it's like you lose focus on what y'all are really supposed to be focusing on to where, you know, you're, you know, you're Mr. Miyagi, the, the, the teacher, teaching Daniel how to, you know, become a stronger and, 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 a, and a better person. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. So, since we're talking about relationships, you know, they usually say the reason we get into relationships is because we're looking for something we don't already have. And would you agree with that? Or do you think people get into relationships for different reasons?
1: Most um, I of the time. I, I feel like everybody is different. Yeah. Um, because, you know, some, you know, someone can get into a relationship because, you know, they're tired of being alone, and they're physically and mentally ready to take upon another person, or another person can get into a relationship just so that they can finally find happiness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, I I, I feel like it really just depends on who the person is. I mean, it can be a male, it can be a female, like, it's, it's really all on them.
0: Yeah. So, I usually, well, it seems as though relationships tend to fail if both parties go into it with the neediness of missing something and wanting something from the other person. So the only way that a relationship can be healing or successful, in my opinion, is if they are both already feeling safe, loved, valuable, and already have that combination within their life already before they get into the relationship. Mm -hmm. more so looking for that in the relationship and i think that's what a lot of people do they go into relationships looking for that feeling from somebody else
1: oh yeah that's 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 100 percent facts and like i said you know it just everybody we're all all different you know and Mm -hmm. so it's like really how i see it is is more on the you know, just like I said earlier, like you you have to be physically and mentally ready. Or even if you're not fully physically and mentally ready, you have to also understand that you're stepping into a realm where you're gonna have to either put you're either gonna be the one putting in a little bit more extra work just to, you know, prove to someone that, you know, there's you know, the grass is greener on the other side. Or you know it could be on some like you know you show them what could be, they accept it, and then that that's probably what they'd be looking for their whole entire life, so it could you know it could be an easy task or it could be a hard
0: task, so right right, and then with that, it's like once you start to get into a serious relationship you start to go from a me to a us. Mm-hmm. So, when you're talking about how self-discovery and how we feel about ourselves, that starts to change a lot when we become a us instead of a me. And I don't know about you, but I know in my opinion, sometimes when you get into a relationship, you start to lose that me and Do you think that is a healthy thing, or do you think it's just like a part of being us that you just solely lose the me?
1: Well, the only way you're going to go back to thinking on me is if you start seeing that someone is a liability or other than, you know, an actual asset that can, you know, help you succeed in life. And with the relationship. And you know, and I, me personally, like, I feel like, you know, men and women, we're we all know we're two different creatures. Like mm-hmm. a, a, a woman's not going to understand what a man thinks, and a man's not going mm-hmm. to understand what a woman feels. Now pay attention to that. You know, mm. I and mean, I'm gonna repeat that.
0: Okay. Yeah, say it again because I think they missed that in the back.
1: Yes, yeah, because a woman is not gonna understand what a man thinks. And a man will never understand how a woman feels because men were realists, so we're gonna tell you like, no, nah, that's dumb, no, nah, you're like you fucking up, and some women don't know how to take that you know, and go with it and a woman you know brings her hundred percent emotions directly into it because once a woman tell you that. I like you, you know that's a that's a big step that's that's not no uh right, we're gonna be friends here and there, and then hopefully to look you know into the future on you liking me back as much as I like you so yeah, so when a woman tells you that I like you, that means a lot because that like that one L is eventually going to lead into the other L, which is love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, and that's the part where, like, some men do not understand that when a woman approaches you, they're approaching you with feelings. And when a man mm-hmm. approaches a woman, we're thinking also, I'm like, okay, I, I see how you're moving and I see something in you that could... Mm-hmm you know, reciprocate to me as well. And we can, you know, take off to the moon, you know, leave all, of, all the BS behind us, you feel me? So, yeah, it's, it's all about just okay. really understanding the opposite sex.
0: Now, y'all know I hate to have to do it to y'all, but we have to take a small intermission. But we'll be right back for more. Who you are what you stand for, what you believe in. And then you meet someone who could be the complete opposite of you and they just open your mind and expand you to things you haven't thought of. So there's usually two ways that our self-concept changes when we get into a relationship. And the first one is the size of our self-concept can change. It can usually expand to new traits or It can make our existing traits more, you know, more vibrant or more alive in our lives. Alternatively, though, the size of our self-concept can change or shrink because the relationship has caused certain effects of the self to be lost. And then the second reason or the second thing that can change our self-concept once we get into a relationship is the valence of our self-concept can change and that is the extent which we perceive these changes to be positive or negative negative. and I know we've all been in relationships that has made us change or that we feel has changed us Sorry. so what relationship relationship wise or personal or just any relationship in your life do you feel had the most impact on the person you've become or the person you discovered yourself to be now
1: Um, I would say, well, before I even get into that, like me, um, I'm a picky person because I'm not, Mm -hmm. I don't have the time to be wasting all, you know, the knowledge and the feelings with someone that's not there as well. And I'm also going to say that, you know, I'm, you know, as a man, I'm not a, you know, a, a perfect individual. It took me time to actually figure out who I am, what I am, and what I'm about. And, you know, I would say... I would probably say my high school well, my middle school and which led into high school relationship was the one that really did it for me because, mm-hmm. you know, back then, like, you know, we were all young, young and dumb. And, you mm-hmm. know, I was, you know, basically trying to be two different people. I was trying to be the loyal honest man and then you know I was also trying to be you know the playboy Mr. Steal Your Girl as well because you know I knew my talents would you know get me to interests of other eyes so I was taking that and you know still trying to you know be in a relationship and then also when I step outside with the guys you feel me trying to you know be on some like Oh shit! Hold on. Hey yo, what well, you know? What's the word? But mm. you know, knowing damn well, you feel me? Like while I'm, you know, out and about, every every five minutes, I'm grabbing my phone, still texting, you know, my girlfriend at at that time. So, and you know, once it got to, once it got to the point where. It was time to graduate because you know, every couple has a plan, you feel me. And our plan was to, you know, go to the same school, you know, go off to the same college, whatever, being like, you know, learn and excel in college, and then from there, you know, eventually get married. But once it got to that point where, you know, she went to the school that we were supposed to go to, which is IEPUI out here. And I was told that, you know, I had to do two years at a JUCO school, which was been since, you feel me, going from being around each other 24-7 to now it's like, okay, we got to do this at a distance. And, you know, that was something that, you know, she she wasn't physically ready for i was you know say that but or mentally ready for but i was and that's where you know the realist and the heart comes back into play again because once i knew like all right i'm not going to be able to go to IEP right away but you know i'm going you know that's what drove me to get there it was her and you know, I did, you know, I went off to Vincennes and, like, literally, like, we broke up that damn it, that first semester. And I seen it coming just off of the energy of the text and everything like that. And then, you know, just one day out of nowhere, like, her, her roommate at that time, which was the chick I never met, never knew about, literally, like, hit me up on Facebook Messenger on some, like... Just going in on me like on some like you just need to leave leave my friend alone. She's over here crying about you, talking about you every single day, like you know. And if you can't be here for her, like like just how you promised her type, then you just need to leave her alone. And like that right there, like Lily just shocked me because I'm like, Bitch,
0: who was you? I
1: like like mm-hmm. I, I, what like, like 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 who like who like who are you? what is she saying? Because, you know, it's, it's two sides to every story. And, but also, you know, we, we were, we were two different, you know, we was two different people. She was, you know, the good girl that did her homework rarely came outside. You know, only time she would literally step outside was when she would come over, you know, my house and kick it with me. While me, I was, you know, doing basketball and then outside of basketball, you know, I was in the streets, like on some, you know, smoking, partying, drinking, all at a young age. And I was keeping that other facade away from her. But then it started to get to the point where, you know, like, people was literally going back to her and basically snitching, like, on some, like, so, where you, so, was you talking to Matthew last night? And, you know, she'll be like, yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, so did he tell you that he was over here at X, Y, and Z house smoking and drinking and all that? And she was like, what? And then, you know, at first, she didn't believe it at first. But then it was like, once I got expelled my sophomore year for literally hot in, in in the school parking lot on 420, like, that's what really, like, open it out there like on somebody damn like so y'all was right and that situation right there led I will honestly say like that's what like it kind of it kind of brought us closer a little bit because then that's when she fully started seeing who I was and who I am but it also put her more on the worry side on some like I don't know if you gonna be able to keep up with me or I don't know if you gonna make it far and, you know, after I seen that, that's what drove me more to be on some, like, nah, like, I'm still that same guy that you met back in middle school, you feel me, so. And, yeah.
0: So, out of that relationship, what do you feel like you discovered about yourself?
1: Uh, yeah. I feel like I, that's when I discovered to... Not, not be like a Gemini, basically, like a two-faced person. Don't be this guy one moment and then try to switch up and be this guy next. And for more try to break that down is don't be Matthew here and then try to be Sauce here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to literally, like, that's what literally... Made me put both of them guys together because at the end, at the end of the day, they're both me, but there's you know it's two different sides. Matthew was the guy that you know got the brains, the the width, the push, and all that. But Sauce was the one that was you know the cool, laid back guy, smoking, drinking. You feel me? Could communicate with everybody and anybody, and people would really draw to him faster. So once I was able to put and realize that I'm like, wait a minute, they're both me at the end of the day. So once I was able to accept that, that's what made me fully accept for me who I am. And also it made me not really care about what someone else thought about me. It's either you gonna rock with me or you not. And even if you don't, hey, it was cool knowing you, but I'm still going this way, you feel me? Like. And that's what switched people from being a, because me, I don't have, I don't have friends. I'm either going to consider you a brother or a sister, or you're going to be an associate because we all learn in time that friends can do you bogus. Even your day ones can do you bogus at any time. So, Me, if I put you on that pedestal of, like, I'm calling you my bro or my sis, like, you mean something to me. That Like, you're somebody who I want to be around on some When I had kids, you feel me, and I need somebody to watch my son or my daughter type shit, hey, I can hit you up at any time. Like, yo, do you mind blah, 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 watching them for this amount of time? And, you know, that's me putting my full gain and trust into you. But if you're an associate... You feel me? Like, you know, you're just someone who, you know, we know about each other, we know of each other, but, you know, we don't have that that click or that spark that can transfer over into, you know, you becoming a pro or a Me, Not saying that it can't, but it's going to be more harder for you to do that because now it's like, you know, I'm going to have to put my whole entire, like, trust or learn how to trust you. So,
0: yeah. Okay. And so, during that relationship, like, looking back at it now, like, what advice would you have given to yourself or, like, what change do you see the growth in the person that you've become really since that relationship?
1: Um, I would say that, like, if I was able to and I think about this a lot too, like if I was able to take who I am now and put myself mm-hmm. into my body back then, um mm-hmm. I could totally see a lot of things changing, and i don't I don't say that you know I wish that how I could have been because you know if I didn't take those routes. Back then, I wouldn't be who I am now, which helped me grow and I would say like the best advice I could give myself back then is literally say like you know, forget about what people think of you, forget about what people say, be you a hundred percent don't don't be trying to sit here and trying to impress people because that was like that was like my biggest issue like I was the one that you know. That I always wanted, like I had friends, but it felt, but it felt like the friends that I wanted didn't want to be friends with me because of certain things. So I used to try to be, you know. And then that's what made me, you know, literally create sauce. You feel me? Sauce boogie, like on some, like okay, like because you know, before the dreads, the tattoos, and all that, I was just, you know, the kid that either had a haircut or a fro, and you know, being young, you hear me, had, you know, not fully grown into my adult features, you know, had, you know, big nose, big lips, and everything like that, and that's what, you know, like people used to, you know, cut up on me about, or as they say out here, Joan on about me type stuff, and, like, that right there, like, put, like, a huge confident, you know, that that right there, like, literally made me, like, self-confident on myself, because it was, like, damn, like, is this how y'all really see me, or is this how y'all really feel about me type, but it also made me stronger on some, like, man, I know you ain't trying to talk about me when you, da da da, da, da. so you feel me, and, I mean, today's day, they'll call that bullying, but nah, back then, that's just, you know, helping you figure out who you are and what you are, so you know, if I was, yeah, if I was to go back, then I, you know, I I would literally tell myself, you know, like...
0: So, while figuring out who you were as a, like, how do you as a black man in America have like, time to figure out who you are? It seems like everybody's gunning for the black man, so how do you have time to keep your mental health in check, discover who you are, stand strong in who you are, and pursue your dreams? Well, I feel like I... I got
1: the biggest practice of that dealing or uh, going through a black man's struggles once I went to Vincennes because a lot of people don't know that Vincennes is the original town where the KKK first started. So I already put myself at a disadvantage of going to a school where and going to a city where blacks aren't really liked like literally like mm-hmm. at like every single night especially in the summertime in the spring semester like used to be a lake called the wabash river and on the other side of the wabash river was basically where they would meet up at night and like i and used to literally be able to because i stayed on the third floor inside of Beagle, for those who know who I'm talking about, that went to Vincennes, uh, and I literally had a view of literally seeing the the glow from the fire that they was burning at their meetings. You know, watching all the soot rise up and all that, and then learning the history of the campus. Like they literally had slave houses on the campus, not not the originals but they built them you know as you know like a monument and for a lot of people that hit differently but for me I'm looking like like how dare y'all like the nerve and the audacity of y'all to even build replicas of what our ancestors used to stay in or how we used to live you know six 400 years ago and it was a bridge that literally separated Indiana and Illinois there. Because for those who don't know, Vincent is literally on the bottom left corner of Indiana, so you could literally cross over into Illinois. Ten minutes driving down the motherfucking road, and they told us that this this uh this stone bridge. Was literally where they used to hang our ancestors' heads from, like not the bodies, just the heads. Like put them on stakes or throw, or put them on a the noose and wrap them around the bridge, like, and then just you know, going, going out to you know to like like the little, uh, the little clubs out there and stuff, you know. You could see, you know, the envy in the white people's eyes when you used to like literally walk into a party, and it was literally to the point where it was like, "All right, if we going to Willie's, you ain't going by yourself. We going as a group," because you know it was a situation where uh one of my homies went by himself and he ended up getting into a fight with two other white guys because. You know, their girlfriend was trying to holler at him and they felt some type of way. And you know, you feel me. They basically got on bullshit with him that whole entire night. And then just seeing the all the uh the commuters, uh, you know, people who lived in the in the town and went to Vincent's, like they all drove trucks. They all had confederate flags somewhere either on their truck or you know, on them physically so and then also learning the, the deeper details about this is like the elementary school teachers like they were all part of the KKK's and I don't know about if it was any teachers at the actual campus that was but I you know after saying all of this you know you wouldn't be surprised if they had didn't have ties to it too right. because you know that school literally made it harder for black people to actually graduate and it was really messed up once you found out about the slogan of vincennes vincennes come for an education leave on probation and i can sit here and honestly say i was one of them that went down there on the education went down there for education and when i left i was literally on probation For a year for them, but you know I I ain't let that knock you know knock me over or fold me. I just let that you know make just made me stronger, and I got through that. And now like like even to this day, like I'm like I'm dealing with a a whole case that's out there. You feel me? And but I'm not letting that stop me. I'm about to literally drop this money on them, get that taken care of, and. I ain't gotta worry about them no more, like I already told myself I ain't never going back there, like I don't care if I'm traveling, you mm-hmm. feel me like I'm a you know and I gotta go in that direction, like nah, I'm gonna take Ohio and go around. <laughs> you feel me like, like that's just that was a place that literally made me stronger as a as a black man, mm-hmm. literally
0: okay well that's good that's good that you didn't let that situation break you because that is like dealing with that and seeing that is something that can affect or break men or just make them question who they are so the fact that you can still you know who know who you are and stand firm in who you are after going through that experience you know just proves you know how solid the foundation is from the beginning which is very important if you don't have a solid foundation within you know it's gonna be hard to oh, keep yeah. it balanced 100 percent, fact and especially you know
1: it was more of the sense of once i got down there and i met my real brothers like like my day one best friend jojo he was the one who even he he got accepted down there first and me being like, me and him have been friends since middle school and I myself just could not let him just be down there by himself. So I literally made that a task of my own. Like, all right, I'm going to do this one semester at Ivy Tech and then boom, I was down there that, you know, that following uh, January of 2014, like I was not about to let him be down there by himself but once I got down there and I seen who he was with I'm like okay you've found you a team of black guys that could possibly consider be my brothers just like how he is and that's who they are today like we we don't talk every day but we can I can literally FaceTime one of them and we'll just be chopping it up like 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 we ain't miss a beat. You feel me? So yeah. Right. So once we got that foundation of like this is this is our team, this is our family, like yeah we made sure we had each other's backs no matter what
0: what's up lounge christine it is that we had got disconnected from our special guest today but i want to thank sauce boogie so much for coming through dropping some gems on you guys i hope you guys really listened caught on to what he was saying and if you want to know more about him his story who he is you could go ahead and follow him on all social platforms that will be in the link below or that would be link to the podcast. So just look in the notes or go to my Instagram page at Leisha's Lounge and you should see us there. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and I hope to see you guys back in the lounge very soon.